At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Side Hustle School listeners, welcome. You're now listening to a very special episode. This is our fifth extended cut. This episode is different from The Daily Story. It's a special episode we do once a month, diving into a particular topic as requested by you, or if not you personally, other listeners. And we started this with the power of observation. That was episode number one in this series. And it was all about acquiring the skill of being able to spot opportunities and possibilities, especially when it comes to the world of side hustling. Now, that is a tremendously valuable skill. And once you have the power of observation, you can do so much. So that's why I wanted to focus on it right from the beginning. But then I noticed over the next few weeks, I got a lot of questions about what I call starter platforms. And starter platforms are websites like Etsy, Fiverr, Upwork, Society6. There's a whole bunch of them. And they tend to be really good for jumping right in and experimenting, kind of playing entrepreneurially. So I did a whole episode called Nine Starter Platforms. I talked about the pros and cons of these platforms in general, as well as some specific recommendations. In the third month, we did build a website in 90 minutes, which is pretty self-explanatory. It's all about getting your first website going without spending a lot of time or money. And then last month, we looked at a simple marketing plan. I had a lot of questions about marketing. Now, marketing is something I'm going to focus a lot more on toward the end of the year. And also the Side Hustle book will be out in September. It has a ton of content about marketing, including a much more detailed plan. But of course, I didn't want you to wait. So that's why we covered it in the special episode last month. Now, the links to all of those episodes are available at sidehustleschool.com slash extended. You can read detailed notes, see a bunch of resources, as well as listen to the episode. And everything that I talk about today will be on that same website, sidehustleschool.com slash extended. Today, I'm excited to look at this topic of how do you choose between multiple ideas? Now, this is a good problem to have, but it is still a problem. You've got two ideas, three ideas. Maybe you've got six ideas. How do you know which one to pursue? Because you're busy, you probably can't do them all. Well, I'm going to tell you two general tips and show you a systematic process to make that decision. Now, when I say systematic process, it's actually pretty simple. It is systematic, but you can just think of it as simple. And we'll dive right into that right after the brief sponsor message. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. All right, so when you're first starting out in the world of side hustling, you might struggle with having an idea. You might not know how to find a profitable idea or even one that has potential. 
But as you gain experience and as you experiment, that usually gets a lot easier. In the long term, being able to identify potential ideas is rarely a problem. What a lot of people struggle with, and in fact, where the real value is, is in making ideas happen. And in fact, you'll often have more ideas than you can handle. So what do you do if you have two or three different ideas? You can only choose one. What if you have five or six? Should you try them all at once? Probably not. There are some people who listen to the show who are pursuing multiple projects at the same time, and that's fine. But when I make the show, I try to be really intentional about who I'm thinking of. And I'm thinking of a person who has a day job, is really busy, probably has some other responsibilities in addition to the job, so they don't have a ton of free time. They don't have the luxury of being able to try five different things and see what works. And so in the limited time that they're able to invest in themselves, invest in this process, because they do believe in the value and the benefits of a side hustle, I want to make sure that that person, maybe it's you, are using your time wisely. So I'm going to give you two specific tips and then an activity that I'll show you how to do. Tip number one is get clear on your goals. Because your idea, the one you end up choosing, it should connect directly to those goals. And there's a lot of different potential side hustling goals. So you need to know the outcome that you want what you're trying to achieve in the first three months, six months, maybe the first year. Some people really need to make money quickly, or they just have a goal of short-term cash, maybe saving for a vacation or something specific. Maybe they need to get out of debt, pay off their credit card, and that's their goal. So that's totally great, but it's also very different from someone who has a stable job, no plans to leave, not really feeling an income crunch at the moment, like more money would always be nice, of course, but they're thinking more about exploring a different creative skill or building something for their future. That's also a side hustle, but it might be a different process. And so if you have multiple ideas, you want to make sure that the idea you choose relates to your goal. You could also be trying to build an asset, like creating an additional income source that works for you. You might be trying to quit your job, like it might be a stable job, but it's not one that you want. So wherever possible, make sure your idea connects to your goals. Now, here's the second tip. Whenever possible, remove the pressure from the decision. See, we feel a lot of pressure about big career decisions. You should not feel a lot of pressure about a side hustle. It's something that's going to help you feel secure. And so when you're making a decision about which one to pursue, you shouldn't feel a ton of anxiety about it. This is different from deciding like what college you're going to go to or what career you're going to enter or should you move overseas? Like you're not selecting an idea forever. You're selecting the right idea for you right now. So if it helps you make a decision, just pull that pressure back, relax a little and see if that makes it easier. So now let's say you're clear on your goals. Maybe you've eliminated one of those ideas. Maybe that's helped you get down to two ideas or three, and you're ready to make an active decision. Here's something that can help you. Now at the Side Hustle School workshops that I've been doing across the country, we do an activity called the Side Hustle Selector. This activity will also be in the Side Hustle book that comes out in September. But of course, I don't want you to wait. So I'm going to show you a stripped down version of it here. This version I'm going to show you has three variables. The full one has five, but I realize you might be driving or working out or otherwise just kind of on the go. So we're going to keep it really simple. Now, here are the three variables. Variable number one is ease. Number two is profitability. Number three, motivation. I'll explain quickly what each one means. Ease is about feasibility. How feasible is your idea? How much time is it going to take you? And not just time, but do you actually know how to make this idea a reality? Like, is it a question of just following some steps? Can you see what those steps are? Or is there a bit more of a discovery process? Like you actually have to go out and figure out a bunch of different stuff. So that's ease. Number two is profitability. Or actually, we're really looking at profit potential. Like what is the potential for this idea? Do I not only know how to get started, but do I actually see a clear path to profitability? And the third variable is motivation, which is pretty simple. How excited are you about this idea? 
Like, do you look forward to it? Does it sound fun? Is it something you'd be eager to do? Okay, so you have these three variables. Now we're going to take each one of your ideas, and you're going to assign a ranking to each variable for each idea. Now you can do this on a one to five scale, probably some other matrix, but let's just keep it really simple and use high, medium, and low. So for each idea, you're going to look at the three variables and estimate whether you think it's high, medium, or low. So if we look at ease and feasibility, how easy is it for you to get this idea started in the next 30 days? Does it seem really feasible? Does it seem relatively easy? Great. Give it a high ranking. If not, give it a low ranking or put it in the middle with medium. Same with profitability. Of course, you're estimating. You don't really know. But when you're comparing different ideas, which idea do you think has more profit potential? Again, high, medium, low. And then motivation, same thing. Looking at two or three different ideas, which one are you most excited about? Or are you equally excited about all of them? Like you can answer this however you want, but the goal is to create a really quick five minute comparison between multiple ideas. And often when you make these comparisons, when you write your ideas down and you look at how they compare in terms of feasibility, profitability, motivation, you might see a clear winner. You might see something that emerges that you're like, oh, the other ideas were fine, but this one here is definitely what I should do. Like I totally know how to make this happen. I think it could be profitable and I'm excited about it. Well, great. In that case, there's your answer. And by the way, speaking of goals, you might weigh each of these variables differently depending on your situation, depending on what's going on, how much time you have. During different seasons or times, we might place more or less value on any particular variable. So for example, if you're in that category of, I really need to make some quick cash, like three months from now, I definitely need to have another source of income. That is of primary importance to me. Well, in that case, you might have an idea that does have good profit potential and you think you can figure out how to make it work, but you might not be that excited about it. Well, my suggestion there, generally speaking, I think it's really important that we work on things we're excited about, or at least motivated to do. However, in that season, if you need to make some money, you need to make some money. So do that. On the other hand, you might be in the season of trying to build for your future, and you can be more intentional about it. So it might take longer, but you really want to make sure whatever you're working on is something that you believe in. Well, obviously, in that case, then motivation is more important. So again, this is an individual process. You're the one making these decisions, nobody else. And here's a question that comes up a lot. What if you do all of this and you still have two or three ideas that are absolutely equal? And there's more than one thing you could do that you're excited about, you look forward to, that you think is going to be profitable and you know a path to making it happen. Well, guess what? In this situation, you just have to pick something because at this point, it's not going to matter that much. Like you've already done some analysis, we could do more, but really the value is going to be making active progress whichever choice you make. So here's a fun little thing you can do. If you come to this situation, you're going to take a coin and flip the coin and you assign one outcome heads and one outcome tails. Then when you catch it, you cover it up. And if everything really is equal, then you can look at the answer and go from there. But a lot of times everything is not exactly equal. You might be 51, 49. But when you've done this and you've kind of come down to this random exercise, before you look at the coin, ask yourself, which outcome are you hoping for? And if you have any sort of gut check or intuition toward one of the two ideas, then just do that. At that point, it doesn't matter what the coin says because that's just a random exercise. It was just something to help you force the decision. Now, by the way, it's also okay to have more than one idea and do more than one thing. In fact, if you like doing more than one thing, then the side hustle lifestyle is perfect for you. However, I just want to go back to the point of who this show is made for, for someone who has limited time, already has a job, really wants to make sure their time counts for something. And even if you're like me and you have too many projects, well, you still have to make choices. 
because you can't have 25 projects, at least not if you want to do them well. So I hope this helps you to make some of those decisions. I hope you put it to work today. Remember to relate your choices to your goals. Always think about what outcome you're hoping to achieve and then see which idea might get you closer to that thing. As much as possible, remove some of the pressure from making this decision. You're just looking for the right idea for you right now. And then once you come down to that final decision, ask which project or which idea is the easiest, the most profitable, and that you're most excited about. And see if those answers lead you somewhere. If nothing else, maybe it helps you eliminate a couple of ideas and get down to making that final choice. And then as I said, well, you just have to pick something. It's definitely not going to help you to remain stuck, especially after you've done some analysis. Now, you know from listening to the show that the tagline is about inspiration and action, how inspiration is good, but inspiration with action is better. I say that just about every day because I really don't want people to just be inspired by the show. I want them to be like, oh, wow, that was awesome. Let me see how this applies to what I'm doing. How can I use this example or this story, maybe a resource I heard about or a tip to make a real practical, tangible difference in my life? And that's my hope for you. Like wherever you are, however you're listening to this, I want you to be able to apply it to your life. So once again, I thank you for being part of Side Hustle School. I also want to thank our sponsor for making this episode free to you. And as you go on with your day, wherever it is, go get to work, go make something interesting. I can't wait to see it or hear about it. And I hope you let me know. It's an honor to speak to you every day. I'm Chris Gillibout for Side Hustle School.